0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Independent Author Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Kranz. My guest today is Steve Falco. Steve Falco is a fellow uh, Fanwood, New Jerseyan. Uh He is uh, a fellow public servant in our town here. I was uh, on the council here for, for a couple of terms. And Steve has served as the uh, chair of uh, the local Shade Tree Commission here which means he knows a lot about the outdoors. He knows a lot about trees. He is the kind of the czar of our annual Arbor Day uh, celebration every spring. Uh, He is uh, retired from a life of public service as well, and we'll talk about that in just a second. First of all, Steve, happy Friday.
1: Happy Friday to you, Tom.
0: So um, Steve and I met, as I said, working, uh, kind of doing volunteer stuff for the town of Fanwood, and you still do that, correct? You're still doing the Shade Tree Commission?
1: Uh, I'm still on the shade tree Commission, yes, Tom.
0: And what does that do? What is that? What exactly is you know for people who may not have a shade tree commission in their local town?
1: yeah, so we uh, we take care of our town trees and we set up a planting plan where we plant trees every year. and we um, we try to edu- educate the public on the importance of uh, trees in the environment
0: and your group helps uh, Finwood reach this uh This milestone every year of being included in the Tree City USA program, which means so every year, pretty much for at least as long as I've been here, uh, the town earns that distinction. We get to fly this flag. What exactly does that mean?
1: Well, you have to meet certain requirements as a town. So you uh, fill out an application and send it to Tree City USA, which is part of the National Arbor Day Foundation, and then they will determine whether or not you qualify and we've qualified, I think we're at 27 straight years. You know, you have to spend a certain amount of money on your trees based on your population. You have to run certain programs, like a, like uh, you have to have an Arbor Day celebration. You have to have certain ways that you uh, um, engage with the public. So we meet, we meet all those criteria. And uh, we continue to be a Tree City USA, which we are very proud of.
0: Right. And Fanwood is actually proud of the fact that we care about trees and we involve local school kids uh, at, 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 our, at our public schools. Uh, they're involved in environmental projects, including the tree planning, uh, recycling uh, and all that stuff. What this all has to do with you being a writer, we're slowly getting to I just kind of want to give the folks out there a little taste of who you are uh, you're also you've retired uh, for a few years now from a life serving the public uh in plainfield new jersey tell us just quickly what you did for that for that in that for that job
1: well i worked in both uh, plainfield and elizabeth i worked for for union county division of social services and we uh as a county uh agency we handled many uh programs uh, for the working poor and the poorer folks in our in our county, and uh, I was involved in many of these things like job training, working with the homeless, uh, Medicaid, food stamps. I ran uh, a program uh, um, uh, regarding food stamps for a number of years. Also, welfare for for people who have no income. So uh, there's a whole host of of uh, programs that I was involved in in my 37 years with the camera.
0: Right. So you had a busy life and a full life, and, and you still do. You're you're active, still active in the town. And somewhere along the line, you found time to write uh, a novel called Mickey Mantle's Last Home Run. And that's uh, what we're going to talk about for the rest of our little visit here. Uh, I read this book when it first came out. It's been out for a couple of years now, I'm guessing, right? 2018? Yeah.
1: Uh, actually, uh, 2019, that's
0: right. Uh, mm-hmm. and the book is, uh, it has a unique perspective on several things. It, <clears throat> first of all, if you're a baseball fan, it's, it's a must read. Uh, if you're a Yankees fan, that's a big help. And if you grew up or have <clears throat> vivid memories of the sixties, uh, it's also, it's also for you, uh, the book real quickly, my thumbnail is that it takes place in 1968. Uh, There was a lot of political upheaval in our country, for those of us of a certain age who remember that. And the events of 68, along with Mickey Mantle, kind of at the height of his career, are are where the focus of your your novel is. Tell us a little bit how you came to write this and why you picked this subject to write about.
1: All right. Well, this this book I began writing uh, way back in the 80s. I actually, uh, wanted to be a writer as a career, but that, uh, it's a difficult, a difficult, um, career to break into and to get a, to get get everything together to start selling books. But I wrote it, um, as a, uh, almost as a tribute to a friend that I had growing up and, uh, and uh, our, the relationship we had, and I wanted to make a little bit of a contribution to uh, the important issues of our day, which have to do with uh, race relations in, in our country. Um, the friend was, was an African-American, and um, uh, the story involves that friendship between a white kid and a black kid growing up in 1968, which is a real tough time. Uh, in our country's history, uh, when uh, everything was kind of falling apart, and uh, there was a lot of racial strife, and uh, the book is about that friendship and how that friendship endured all the strains that occurred uh, during that year.
0: And the thing that the two friends had in common was baseball, correct? That's and that's kind correct. of kind of part of the hook of the whole story here.
1: That's exactly right. They were. Uh, teammates on the uh, JV baseball team. And uh, although they were also friends in, in school, they had classes together. Um, it's their journey through that season that the book focuses on their friendship during that season.
0: I gotcha. And so the book, you know, because it happens, it, it takes place in 1968. Uh, you know, that was probably, you know, if, 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 for those of us who remember, if you had to pick one year, that was, you know, a turning point on many levels. It was 1968. The civil rights movement was kind of reaching its peak. Martin Luther King was assassinated. Uh, Bobby Kennedy was assassinated. We had that horrible democratic convention in Chicago. It was, it was kind of one thing after another and talk about racial polarization. You know, 1968 is the it's it's the the entire year is in the encyclopedia next to the phrase racial polarization. So I'm guessing that the relationship between your two main characters, TJ and Jonathan, is essentially you and your friend. Correct?
1: Essentially, yeah.
0: And you, uh, what what's very apparent is that you are a huge baseball fan, and baseball and kind of the history of the Yankees. And you're, you, you have this, you kind of focus on Mickey Mantle as what is he is. He, he's like one of the heroes of both of these kids or where he kind of is a focal point of the story here.
1: Yes. Well, he's, he is, uh, TJ's TJ, uh, is a fanatical Mickey Mantle fan as so many of us were back growing up in those wonderful years of 1950 and the early 1960s. Sure. Jonathan was a baseball fan, but not necessarily a Mickey Mantle fan. Um, And, uh, you know, for for TJ, life was just about uh, playing baseball, watching baseball, rooting for Mickey Mantle and the Yankees until we started to get into the late 60s when everything started to fall apart. And, you know, one of the. Uh, the idea of Mickey Mantle's last home run is that was the end of this wonderful childhood that uh, TJ had uh, when they were, the only thing you cared about was baseball and Mickey Mantle because, because Mick was no longer uh, his career was winding down. He had a, had a very poor year in 1968. And that was when of course, he hit his last home run and the next year he retired. And that event, which went unnoticed, of course, his last home run in 68, but it kind of coincides with all the other events of that year that were so uh, earth shattering and and pretty terrible, like uh, the assassination of Martin Luther King and the assassination of Bobby Kennedy. Um, so you know that that that's where the um uh, the the um the, the the aspect of TJ being the the Mickey Mantle fan that that's how it fits into this novel
0: and but uh, i guess what what um what i like about the about the book in the very end is that despite you know and TJ and Jonathan because of their two different you know the two different places they came from right uh right. you know there is some conflict there you know there's a little yes. bit of anger on, on jonathan jonathan's the black kid uh right. you know and tj finds himself on the defensive a lot and the two of them kind yeah. of they kind of uh you know they clash there but at the very end what turns out is that the thing that's still common is that they remain friends and that's kind of an upbeat that's kind of an upbeat message especially today
1: yes and that's exactly the way it, it that's exactly how I, I the book is supposed to be uh, seen as because they managed to get through all of this conflict uh despite everything their friendship they they, they have a reconciliation their friendship and their friendship endures and uh, uh, as the last chapter shows as you just you just indicated they they remain friends and uh, you can anticipate that these two young people would remain friends, uh, for the rest of their lives. And, uh, that, you know, we can overcome these differences if we just treat each other like human beings and, 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 um, you know, work through the problems.
0: Right. And working through the problems is one of the themes of, of these two guys together that the book is marked with really a pretty honest dialogue between these two guys. They discuss yes. race openly, which, is not something that you know is 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 happening in America although i'd have to say it's it's gotten better in the last few years black lives matter has helped that uh you know and you know slowly but surely i think we are talking more openly about it but the fact that they're honest with each other about it i think that actually makes the friendship stronger and makes makes it kind of less of a re- reconciliation and more of a kind of meeting of the minds. You know, It, the message really is that we can all live together and talking openly about stuff is not necessarily a bad thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, that's very well put Tom.
0: I agree thank, with that. Thank you. I can write your next installment if you'd like. Yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about how you write. I mean, did you sit down one day and said, all right, I'm going to write this damn book. You said you started in the eighties. And then the book came out in 2019. So did you work on this thing on and off for all those years or did you find, put it away and then come back years later? How did you do that?
1: Well, I I did put it away. Yeah. At one point I did put it away. um, um, and, uh, uh, put it away and then, you know, the original draft of it was, um, I cut a lot out of it. There, there, You know, one of the things, at least with my writing, uh, is when I write, I, I just put everything down. I just write it all out as it's coming out of my mind, and and a lot of it is is good stuff. But then a lot of it is is a little too much, which I learned over the years, and and uh, and I eventually had to pare down the novel, and and I think I was able to get it to a manageable. I mean this this novel was well over 300 pages when it, I first did it. Um so I was able over the years to to pare it down and 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 as I looked back on it I had a better perspective on what I was trying to say and I think I condensed it into a in, into a very manageable uh novel that 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 uh people can can understand what i'm trying to say and i think you've been able you 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 understood it so um i think i was successful but yeah it took a long time
0: (laughs) well you know and there's nothing wrong with that my first the first novel i wrote took me 10 years it sat for a long time and i finally figured out because i didn't know how to end it and i you know i got life got in the way etc yes but there's nothing like walking away for a time and then coming back and then reading it kind of with fresh eyes because, yeah. and, and that's kind of the way I write. I, I will like walk away and then come back and reread over and over again and do exactly what you did. You see all this stuff that you just kind of, you just kind of purged, you know, you vom you vomit mm-hmm. the words onto the screen and
1: right. then you come
0: back to it maybe a week later or a month later, or even a year later. and And you find all this stuff that is not readable. That doesn't need to be there. That's repetitive. I saw in a movie once that uh, some writer instructed a young kid that you write your first draft with your heart and your second draft with your brain. And I kind of get that too. You kind of, you know, let it come out and then come back to it and then kind of keep honing and honing and honing. And that really kind of defines the editorial process. I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. Totally. That's basically how I did it.
0: Where do we find your book?
1: Well, um, it is on Amazon, of course. Um, you could order it directly from me uh by emailing me. Do you want my email address or sure lay it on? I mean it's up to you. So that's safalc6 at gmail.com. Okay. You could get Great. them directly from me. Uh and uh I'll probably give you I'll give you a better price than Amazon, but of course Amazon is so convenient. Uh, I recommend people to go out there and purchase it from Amazon, or you could go to your, you could go to the Westfield Bookstore. Store. I think they have it in stock there, or they'll order it for you. So uh, it's out there.
0: Cool, great. Well, uh, the book we've been talking about again, folks, is Mickey Mantle's Last Home Run. The author is Stephen Falco, Stephen with a V E N, right?
1: Yeah, and I, I use my middle initial for my writing. So it's Stephen A. Falco.
0: Right. So when you search on Amazon, that's what you're looking for. Mickey Mantle's Last Home Run by Stephen A. Falco. Uh, it's, a, it's a really fun, interesting, and thoughtful look uh, at basically who we are through the eyes of these two kids during 1968. Steve, I really appreciate you coming on. I'll see you out there in the park. And uh, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks a lot, Tom. I, I really enjoyed it.